We're going to be playing Gods and Monsters. This is Ryan's Slayers of Decadence campaign. Uh, Ryan, you're the GM. Hey, everybody. I'm Ryan. I'm going to be running this game. Um, I think we're going to open things up a little bit, uh, get a little bit into individual scenes in this game to start things off. Um, so why don't you guys go ahead and introduce your characters, and then... You can go first, Matt. Alright, so my character is Jatharis, the Light of Knowledge. He is the god of light and knowledge. Um, he can use his powers to change people's perception of reality, and he can also affect the knowledge of humanity on a great scale. And that's Jatharis. Nice. Um, I am Raymond. I am going to be playing Zunquipslay, The Flowing Waters of Time. Um, I think you're all pretty familiar with me by now, but yeah, I, I'm, I've got water powers and shape-shifting and... I am recklessly capricious, and I am also sometimes seen as a trickster god or a punishment god. Alright, um, so, to start things off, uh, why don't you guys each make me a uh, wise roll? Let's see, see who goes first. Hold on, I'm relocating. I think I need to put new batteries in my mouse. It's behaving strangely. Anyway, let's roll them bones. Yeah, I got a negative two. All right. I got a plus one, so I got a four. Okay, Jotharis, looks like you're going first. <laughs> I'm very, um, very wise. So I have a I have a question for you to answer. A couple of questions. Um, just make things up. Say whatever comes to your mind. Um, right. So you said that you have uh, you have like a great library in the um, the Serene Hills, the Hills of Serenity. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. Okay. So my question for you are, is: Are mortals allowed in your library? Or is it like um, well, reserved for... It's kind of a tricky question. Uh, mortals are allowed in the library, but they have to... Um, there's kind of like a... Is there like a limit to where they can go? Do they have to be supervised? Do you there, there's, kind of, there's kind of like this... I guess it's a failsafe where if they if they view any knowledge that um, that they wouldn't normally have any access to in the library as they leave they forget it so it's kind of like ah uh, yes the old Anubis Stargate conundrum yeah 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 so there, yeah definitely so there's kind of like a conundrum where if they see anything or if they learn anything that they really shouldn't. They forget it as they leave. And also, it's really hard to find, so... I mean... No one's found it yet without my help. Okay. 
So, so no mortal has ever come to the library without you sort of subtly guiding them there. Exactly. Okay. Um, and are do you do you have followers who reside there? Are they like, or is it just you? Um, well, there are. I guess we call them demigods. Okay. There are demigods and, and high priests who are there, and they help run and maintain the library. Somebody want to grab that phone? What is that? I don't even know. <laughs> it was someone's ringtone. <laughs> was it my son? Nope. I could hear it going off in the background, and I just thought... I should mention it. It wasn't myself. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't mine either. Um, it is, wasn't mine because my phone is right in front of me and is on silent. So I don't know what that was. Yeah. I unless somebody, ha unless you can change the ringtone on Skype, in which case it could have been someone trying to call you guys on Skype. That might be. That's on, not the normal know. ringtone for Skype. Yeah. Right. That's a that's an Apple ringtone. Yeah. No, um, Eric's still not online, so, and and I don't think anybody else... Wait, I wonder where that sound came from. Oh, well, we can, yeah, continue on. Yeah. All right, well. <laughs> Sorry, I just, yeah, I heard it and I wanted to... Did anyone else hear it? I heard it, too. No, um, I, heard it. I, I heard it. I heard it as if it was coming from someone else's uh, speakers, so... Weird. Yeah. Weird, weird, weird. Very weird. Um, put my phone on silent. If it, yeah. I know it wasn't my phone, but just in case it was. Um, all right. So, um, Jotharis, um, one of yes. your one of your high priests uh, comes up to you. What, what do you usually do in the library? Are you do you do you meditate? Are you researching? Are you? Um. Yeah, a lot of times I am transferring my knowledge into written books to leave in the library, um, so helping just... to refurbish old, old, old knowledge. Okay, so you're making sure nothing is lost, generating new books. Um, yeah, one of your one of your high priests uh, comes in and uh, and. Says, I, I beg your pardon, Lord Jotharis. Uh, uh, forgive me for for disturbing you. Might I have a few minutes? Yeah. What what what's the issue? Well, you see, um, there is uh, a, a mortal has has come to the library. Um, he he comes he comes every day. Um, he has come every day for the past week. Phrasing. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> he arrives at the library every day <laughs> in the morning, uh, uh. Looking, looking determined. Um, he, he wanders the stacks uh, for hours and hours. Uh, apparently he must find what he's looking for uh, because he, he looks quite confident. 
Uh, and as he as he leaves, um, he gets this look of bewilderment and frustration on his face. And and every day he is returned. Well, it seems like he is coming for information that he shouldn't be uh, learning or be able to remember as he leaves. So, uh, is he here now? Uh, yes, he is He is uh, researching something. He, as I said, he wanders the stacks. Uh, I, I know not what he what he's looking for. He warns off anyone uh, anyone who comes near him with a shepherd's crook. Oh. Is it made of platinum? No, my lord. Made of wood. Okay, good. Um... All right. Well, let me let me go see what's up. Thank you for informing me about this uh, sneaky little mortal. He uh, he he bows and uh, returns to his librarian duties. And I toss him a Scooby snack. <laughs> um. Uh. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, so let obviously. me. I would like. <laughs> you know, it's a funny little thing. I uh, I I toss the high priest Scooby snacks whenever they do good things for me. You think um, very little of your priesthood. <laughs> I'm kidding. They're not Scooby snacks. They're little. Uh, what are those things? Raisinets. Um, so They're dog biscuits. I've been feeding <laughs> my humans dog biscuits the entire time. <laughs> They're not dog biscuits. They're raisinets. So, um, so I'm gonna go and try and find out what this mortal is trying to learn from my vast library because it's obviously not information that a mortal should have. All but right. He, but he's able to remember that he forgets. And then he's also able to remember the way to the library every single time. So um, let's figure this out. Okay. Um, I'm not going to make you roll to find him because it's your library. Uh, you I know, probably could it's, just... It's yeah, basically just basically an extension of your library. He is. Yeah. So yeah, you, you just find him. Um, he is uh, reading the Divine Histories of the World. Uh, and you see him. He's got a he's got a big stack of books. Um, he's got uh, a candle, you know, a little candle holder burned nearly down to the nub. Um, he's he's paging through um, a huge uh, parchment tome, um, and he's got a shepherd's crook, wooden shepherd's crook, laid across his lap as he's you know sitting cross-legged reading. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I would I would like to disturb his studies. Do you do you want to do you want to like s surprise him, or are you just gonna reveal yourself? How, how yeah, do you want your guess, entrance? I guess maybe maybe I should see what he's reading in the divine book before I reveal myself so I'm gonna try to kinda peer over his shoulder I guess to see what what exact topic he's studying in the divine history books 
Um, he he seems to be reading about the heroic deeds of Kindunos, the Wings of uh, War. The Wings of War, Kindunos. All right. Um, yeah. Um, make, make, me, make me a wise check to see if you can, uh, like, you want to read over his shoulder? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe peer into his mind a little bit, see what, what's... All right. Uh, first, first, make me subtle to see if he notices your presence. Because if he notices, then he can put up like an active defense. Okay. So I, I rolled a two, <clears throat> and that's with your subtle uh, modifier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, as far as you can tell. He doesn't know that you're there looking over his shoulder or, you know, looking into his mind or what have you. So which do you want to do? Um, I might as well just look into his mind if he doesn't realize. Okay. Um, are you using one of your stunts for that or I'm trying to figure out, like, if you... No, there's, there's, no, there's no stunt for that. Um, okay, you can, you can still do it. Um, it's just you don't get any kind of mechanical benefit. Um, make me a make me a clever check. Uh, target number three, because he's pretty determined. All right, I rolled a three. You rolled a three. Um, all right, so I'll give you I'll give you a choice. Either you. Uh, you get this one piece of information that he's looking for. You know what he's what he's doing there, uh, and you tip him off to your presence, or you don't get anything. You have to dig. You have to like co actually confront him or um, use a more uh, aggressive approach. Okay, I'll go with choice number one, and I'll just let him know that I'm there. But I'll okay. know why he's there. Um, yeah, you, uh, you look into his mind and you see, um, that a lot of his memories of late, uh, are tinged with guilt and, um, hatred for, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, so something happened to this mortal that he feels was unfair, uh, but he mm. also feels powerfully guilty about something. Um, and you can tell that he's looking through the histories to find, uh, through through the many battles that Kindunos has fought with other foes, uh, to see if he can determine Kindunos's weaknesses. Uh. And, you know, as you as you see that, you, you know, you, you see that train of thought coalesce in his mind um, he he draws back into himself and and stands dropping the book uh, knocking over the candle and he you know who who's there who who's there he has sensed your presence so what do you do all right I'll reveal myself um, it is can... I Jatharis. Well, I'm just gonna have my voice like kind of like uh, the Wizard of Oz style. Okay, so uh, you're not like appearing to him in physical form. You're just a voice from everywhere. 
Yeah, I'll be a voice from everywhere with like a a, a glowing orb just to throw him off and fuck okay. with him a little bit. It's not even where you're standing. There's just it's a glowing not. orb. There's just a glowing orb <laughs> down the row of books. Yeah. Um, so that you it can... is I, Jatharis, the light of knowledge. Uh, only way more menacing. Uh, what bird to gain the knowledge of the gods? Uh, he, uh... You arrogant son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he's going to, he's going to run. Uh, he throws down, but he, he, uh, dropped the book already. Uh, he leaves the candle, uh, where, where it is, uh, on the floor and the book. Uh, and he runs away from the glowing orb, consequently straight toward where your consciousness is localized. Uh, so you've scared the shit out of him. What are you doing? I'll I'll just uh, materialize where I am. Okay. Uh, he he screams and and falls back, um, skittering away on his on his hands. Uh, forgive me, Lord, Jatharis. Uh, I. I was. I I have meddled in things that uh, that I was not meant to know, and and I will leave immediately. Um, if, if you'll if you'll let me, I apologize. Um, uh, I'll so only you, let you. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, uh, he he's being evasive. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell him that I'll only let him leave if he tells me the exact reason why he has come to gain knowledge of um, what's his name? Kindunos. Kindunos. Thank you. All right. Um. How do you want to approach him? Do you want to? Are Are you going to show him some mercy? Like, are you listen, friend? I'll let you leave, but you have to tell me, you know, why what you're doing here, or are you going like wrath of God? Like, I will, I will, uh, you'll you'll be uh, locked in the quiet room of the library for all eternity. Like, are you trying to scare him? Yeah, I'll do. Though? I'll do a little bit of both. I'll say, listen, friend, if you tell me what you're doing here truthfully, then I'll let you leave. However, if you lie to me, then I'll have to unleash my wrath upon thee. Alright. Um, in that case, I would call that... Uh, hmm. I would call that subtle. Uh, Alright. Let me roll my subtlety. I got a three. Three. Okay, that'll that'll do it. He says, um, uh, weeks ago, I was I was tending to my flock out in the hills, and without without warning, Lord Quindunos and Zunquib slay came upon them and 
transform the spring into poison. There was a there was a great plague cloud, and I I didn't understand what happened, but I I prayed I I prayed to Temulan, and I I prayed for redress, and and now. There's there's talk of her being cast down in the streets, and shepherds are are now laughing stocks uh, among all humans, and I I've come to find the knowledge I need to avenge her and destroy them. God damn it! And in the back of my mind, I'm like those motherfuckers. But what I will say to the mortal is it is not your place to stand up for the goddess which you believe in. I do understand your humility and you should not feel ashamed of your position for shepherds are a very noble and hardworking people and without shepherds there would be no meat to eat, there would be no wool to clothe us, um, there would be no fertilizer for the farmers to use to grow crops for us. Um, you should not meddle in the affairs of gods and you should let the gods settle it themselves. I do appreciate your love for your god and it will only strengthen her. But from here on out, you are never to meddle in the affairs of gods again. Um, make me, make me, I, I would let you choose, either bold or mighty, you know, to convince him, you know, you should do leave this to us. Yeah, I'll do a mighty, because I've got zero, I'm not very bold. Okay. And I rolled a two. Two? Okay, uh, that, that'll do it. He, he, uh, he, he bows and says, thank, thank you, thank you, Lord Jatharis. Um, if, uh, if, if I could, if I could ask one, one favor before I go, I, I, I know that I have intruded upon your, your library and, and I, you know, am, am only, Alive because of your your kindness and and your mercy, um, but if if you could if you could send me out into the into the world send me send me back to my people with with something to lift their ailing spirits, um, anything would do. Um, well, I I might take this opportunity to. Uh have the shepherds worship me and just say you need know nothing more than to look to the light um, so you're you're offering to be their new patron because their other goddess sucks yes okay. man I was gonna fix that problem another way well we'll see if uh, if Jatharis clues Kindunos and Zubkunslay into this. Um, yeah, I'm going to run right to them and be like, uh, listen, 
the shepherd people are trying to fuck you up. All right. Um, but, yeah. So that's what I say to him. Uh, he he. Um, you you will protect us if any other god should um, choose to uh, harry our people again. I will do my best to act as justice. And if justice serves protection, then justice serves protection. But if justice does not uh, say that you need protection, then I will act as a god in my right. own need. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. You know what so I mean. If, yes. If, uh, basically, you're, you're telling him uh, if, if someone is treating them unjustly, then you will be their protector. But otherwise, you know, they shouldn't look to you, you know, if, uh, I don't know, uh, the the grass is dying and their herds have nowhere to graze. Like, that's not anybody's... Yeah, I'm not the god of nature. But if, yeah. but if there's a god purposely poisoning their flocks or, or terrorizing them, then you will step in. With, without, without good reason. Yeah, you know, because they 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 needed to poison the 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 water. You know. Yeah. No. Fair enough. Um, and I'm not really. I'm not. I'm not a mighty god. I'm more of like a swift, wise uh, god. So I'm not really a protector, anyways. Uh, could you could you give us the knowledge that we need to protect ourselves? He says. So, like, if you, since you have the knowledge of all of creation at your fingertips, give them some, you know, like, if you give them, like, uh, the plans to a crossbow or something that they can make, uh, something that they can fashion to uh, hoard off predators and angry deities. Teach right, them I'm, Joe Do. I was just going to say a star fighting technique from Japan. <laughs> The, la the last time I taught anything to mortals, I was locked up for an eternity. So you can thank me for fire, and that's the last gift I'll give to mortals. Okay. I think that he's making a suggestion to them there. That sounds like a, I can't teach you about how to use fire as a weapon, but if you were to work it out on your own... Yeah, I wouldn't. You know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Use fire against people. Wink, wink. Cough, cough. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. Um, also, I am the god of light, so fire, light. Hello. That does that does fit the theme. <laughs> um, he, he is he is all bowing and scraping and and thanks. And uh, if you let him leave, he will he will go back to his people. And tell them how they need to start weaponizing fire. <laughs> I'm sure uh, that'll turn out well. <laughs> first, we need pine trees so that we can make uh, peat. Not peat, sorry, pitch. Pitch, yeah. Well, okay. Uh, so that was that was your uh, ton of shit for me later. Yeah. Um, and where's my other... Good thing I'm immortal and I'll be alive forever. Right, you'll get to see all the... you get to see the horrible way that it ends. 
You were going to be alive forever in that void prison, so, you know, don't get too excited about being alive forever. I know. In my own daughter. Oh, she wasn't She wasn't your daughter then, because she wasn't even aware she was a thing. Okay, it wasn't weird then. It would be weird where, now. This is where we have totally to have a discussion about how, time, about how time works. Um, I think we have already established that time is a very flexible thing in our mythology. Because <laughs> right. right. we have both existed before we existed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's sort of consistent with, you know, mythology. Yeah. Um, Alright, so uh, he, he flees from the library back to his shepherds, um, and you have um, formed a new pact, uh, so if you would like, um, you can add the shepherds as one of your stations. Yay, the shepherds. You should call them something like the shepherds of the eternal flame or something. Oh yeah, that's good. I like, I like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm stealing from the Witcher a little there, except I'm, you know, it's like the Order of the the Flaming Rose. Oh yeah. Except instead of knights, you've got herders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hold on, let me um, let me do some googling. I need to start a religious war. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think you're you're already on your way there. Um, I think that at some point in the future, there's going to be a crusade where, like, one religion started by shepherds tries to convert and or wipe out another religion started by shepherds, and it's going to be your fault. With flamethrowers. <laughs> yeah. They're going to fucking make, um, what are they called? There's a thing in Pathfinder. It's like a stick that shoots fire, and it's not magic. It's like an alchemical weapon. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, I don't know Pathfinder that well otherwise. Um, so, uh, I just got a message from Eric. Uh, his internet is out, and he's going to be unable to uh, join the call tonight. That's understandable. Next time. Yeah, we'll, we'll, catch, him, we'll catch him later. Yeah, um, indeed. Alright, so... Um, yeah, so I'm going to name them Herders of the Eternal Flame. I like cool. it. Uh, so Jatharis will will leave your your personal scene there, um, and you can uh, you know do as you please with that information. Um, so uh, Zunquib's lay. Um, we've sort of addressed this in the session that was lost to history. Um, when do you go? To the water singers to hear their songs. Is there a specific uh, is there a specific time, a specific mood that you have to be in? Um, is it like a prearranged uh, festival or uh, religious service? Where it's normally when I know something bad has happened, um, I'll go check them out. Uh, but apart from that, it's you know when I'm in the mood for listening to something. It's like when you want to listen to some sad jazz, you know. That's when I go listen to them. I find somewhere to recline and listen in. All right. Uh, but um, uh, I could go do that now, I suppose. All right. So you find yourself uh, in a, uh, a a wistful, you know, almost pensive mood, um, and they are, in fact, they have gathered around a, um, 
uh, a small stone altar in the um, I, I forget where they hang out. They they in are the scrublands. I can't remember what they're called either. The somber scrubland. That's right. That's it. All right. So um, among the the rolling heather and um, other you know brushes, they have they've cleared a small area where they have an altar to you. Um, and they are they are singing uh, a song that you've never heard before. Um, let's see. Uh, a, their latest offering is an elegiac lament about a princess whose father locks her in a tower during a great festival and refuses to let her out into the world. Uh, boarding oh, come up on. Boarding up her window so that she cannot see the celebrations. Uh, the girl hears the singing voices of her father's subjects and begins to lose her mind, tortured by the knowledge that the party is going on beyond her walls. Uh, when the king finally comes to free his daughter, she has gone insane and claws out his, claws out his eyes, trapping him forever in darkness. Uh, so that's the, that's the tune you get. And that leads us to to our second question, which is, uh, do you ever make your pleasure or displeasure at their singing known to them? If so, how? I'm not displeased. I wouldn't go that far, although I'm recklessly capricious. I could be like, how dare you question my judgment? But... Uh, I I will say this: it is couched in metaphor. They're not using the they're not using the the names directly, but it's pretty obvious what the story that they're alluding to in their song. Yeah, indeed. No, that's it. Drought. Drought. Okay. Uh, I I will give you I will give you a fate point for that. A drought spreads across this land as I'm like, fuck you, I know what I'm doing. There we go. And then I'm going to head to that glacier. Okay. Um, it is just as you left it. The, uh, the abyss has been frozen over with a sheet of black ice, and the entire eternal river has sort of... Uh, diverted around the sheet that is frozen. I sit down on the cold ice. That was a very loud motorcycle that just went past my house. Uh, and I start to sort of whisper, um, you know, I didn't do this to punish you. I did this to protect everything that I helped shape and create. I don't mind, I don't fear that it might change, I fear that it might disappear. I... I, I know that it might seem now like I'm being an asshole, or whatever word you kids use today. But 
I have I have good motivations. When summer comes around, I will be. I think that it might be an alright time for you to maybe visit this world again. But for now, I think you need to relax and think about everything that we tried to teach you rather than gossiping and spreading dissent. We just want what's best for you. And that's not, you know, total immediate destruction of the universe. I live in the universe, alright? So we keep all your stuff. That's where I keep all my stuff. Except for my daughter. <laughs> I just sort of pat the ice. Uh, yeah, you, you get no... Um... Hang on a sec. Sorry, kicked my plug out. Um, you get no audible response. Um, however... I didn't expect one. However, um, you see under the ice, uh, right where, right where you're sitting, right in front of it, um, a, a tiny crack in the clay riverbed opens up. You can kind of see, like I said, through maybe um, a couple of inches of, of clear ice, and something pokes its way up and touches the ice um, and it begins to the the surface of it uh, a, a crack shoots up through it to the surface and it begins to take the form of uh, a crystalline flower uh, that grows and then blooms spontaneously right in front of you So just to summarize that again, something comes through the crack, uh, looks looks like pure darkness or pure void, touches the ice, and then a flower grows from it. I didn't realize my microphone was muted. Uh, no, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I'm gonna choose to interpret that as a positive sign. Um, she yes, she's destroyed the ground. She's cracked open the ground and the ice in a act of destruction, but she's clearly chosen to create a new new life by making this flower bloom. So, I think she might be she. We might be starting to get through to her. I think maybe I should have more of well, these glacial side chats. She wants you to think. Oh, well, if that's what she wants me to think, then she's a more skilled manipulator than I am, and I've got, you know, <laughs> subtle too. Yeah, that's true. I'm the silver-tongued dream. I, I'm impressed if she has tricked me. <laughs> but we won't know until the summer comes.
Right, you've got to find out. Yeah. Um, and since uh, since this is uh, a mythological tale, and we can al- allied time as we like, um, we'll say the rest of the season passes. Um, the drought in the somber scrubland continues uh, through the winter. They get they get no snowfall. Uh, they find no sources of water. Many people die. Many communities are um, at the ends of their water supplies um, and and uh, struggling to make it to the spring when hopefully the uh, the sources of fresh water deep underground uh, will will melt, allowing them to drink once more. Um, I'm a, I'm a hoping that as I calm down and the glacier melts, when the summertime does arrive, all the ice, the water from the glacier is going to break that drought for them. You know, it'll be a nice sort of connection between the story. Yeah, no, I, I like that. Um, so, but it's spring now. <laughs> yeah. We're we're coming up we're coming up on the on the first thaw, um, and why not? We'll we'll bring you two together. Um, the I, if okay. I if there's time and that can either come after this scene or before it, I do want to go speak to the shepherd goddess. But that can happen after I talk to um my 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 brother my brother husband <laughs> my brusband. Yeah, my husband. Um, well, I'll leave that. I'll leave that up to the two of you. Before before spring comes, do you seek each other out, or are you giving each other well, a little bit of space? I was gonna. I was gonna seek him out because I have to kind of tell him how I kind of fucked things up with the shepherds. All right. Um, so I will. I will ask uh, Raymond. Where does he find you? He finds me. After I have left the glacier and I'm actually, I'm heading towards his hills, I'm going to go look at that, that, uh, that poisoned water source. He finds me there, pondering it. Alright, uh, so, uh, about the poison water source. I heard the, the shepherds weren't very happy about that. Yes, but we needed to capture him. And we couldn't think of another way to lure him in. Yeah, I know. And I heard they're also not very happy with how you uh, handled the whole Temulon at the bar thing. Really? That's gotten around? Yeah, all the humans are talking about it. It's... Hmm. I mean, I'm still amazed that they managed to work out that we would poison the well. Which, you know, I and guess... News travels fast. Yeah, but we made it look like the other guy did it. Well, um, so there there was a human snooping around in my library hmm. um, trying to study the weaknesses of the gods. Uh, trying to gain revenge. 
Well, that's... So, what, what was his motivation for revenge? Well, he, he felt humiliated that... Uh, and that, because of that, shepherds are now pretty much a joke. So, um, I kind of did my best to uh, diffuse the tension of the situation, but I may have possibly made it worse. Hmm. Because now I probably have a following of shepherds who are going to uh, weaponize fire, and they might still want revenge. The flame hmm. is the way! Fire, follow the light! <laughs> Perhaps there is another way to solve this. I don't I'm think that we can. I don't think we that we can undo your new worshippers, but there may be a way to restore some prestige to our companion, as well as give the shepherds something to be happy about yeah some yeah. some more some some prestige for the mortals as well as our own i mean that sounds good i'm, I'm willing to i am brainstorm i'll need to summon What was her name? Temulane? Temulun. Temulun. Not Temulane, which is a different thing. Uh, do you know of a way that we could perhaps clear this water here? Um, uh, Matt, make me a clever roll. See if you know. I can poison water. I don't. I don't have a stunt for clear up water. Well, uh, I rolled a three. Thing I really fucking know how to do it. All right. So, what was your total? Five. Five. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so red water. Um, in the in the bloody bog was sort of a compromise between um, Zunquibslay and Yotrendreth, the god of death, in order to get him on your side when you guys threw down with the decadent gods. Um, so since that is an agreement between the two of you, uh, you would have to get him to concede it if you wanted to clear it up, he would have to release his his hold on it. So I'm going to need to talk to two gods today. Alright. Uh -huh. um, this is going to become one of those episodes where you just talk to a different chain of NPCs asking each for a different favor, and they each... You need to... Uh, one favor to complete the next guy, you know, one one thing to complete one person, and... So, yeah. I'm going to create a new location. Um, me as a player, but not me as a character. 
not so okay. quickly. During the time of the decadent ones, when they when they were worshipped by a civilization that spanned this entire area that we now call our domain, at the mouth of the river of knowledge, between where the mountains uh, met, uh, where the mountains were divided from the dunes by the uh, mouth of the river, they built a powerful city that harnessed the uh, the current of the river going out to the going out to the sea uh, okay. to generate all sorts of marvels. That city now lies in ruin, and all that really remains of it is a great wall that crosses uh, the mouth. And I'm going to go there, and that is where I'm going to summon. Uh, what was the name of the god of death again? Uh, Yatrendreth was originally. Yatrendreth. Yeah, Originally Brandon's, Brandon's character. character. Yeah, I'm going to summon uh, Dreth to there. Okay. Um, how, are, how are you planning to get him there? Um, do you want to uh, sacrifice something? Or are you just going to call him? Like, What kind of ceremony are you using to get his attention? I am going to sing on the wind a story of uh, of a woman brought down uh, the the wife of a shepherd and how due to her husband feeding his sheep from a poisoned well their herd died and they lost their wealth and rather than him standing and helping her and fighting for their life, he chose to take his life, leaving her to shoulder the burden alone. And I sing this song on the wind with the indication that I need you to come here and help me save this woman. <laughs> All right. Um, I would call that subtle. It is, in fact, subtle. It is my tearful songs of sorrow aspect is subtle. There you go. Um, um, so if you want, you can you can uh, roll that and invoke And if it, I need oh. to, I can use my aspect. Where is my dice roller? Oh, I'm not going to need that aspect. I got plus four. All right. Um, as you finish your your sorrowful song. You see him, uh, as, as I described him in the first session, um, he has his book of, of rules and, and laws and regulations uh, that is chained to him, I believe. Um, yeah. And he is, he, they, I think Brandon was ambiguous with the gender, so uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, refer to, refer to Yathrindreth as they. Uh, they come walking out of the city, um, and they they take up position next to you at the wall, and they say, "That was a a very touching song you sang." Indeed, I feel I meant to teach Temerlun a lesson about questioning our decisions, but I didn't mean for her to become a joke. 
I would like to try and make amends with her, and that starts by purifying the waters I tainted. You're the only one I know who has that power. Hmm. Oh yes, the uh, the spring in the serene hills. Yes, I need it to be purified. Hmm. I see, and uh, if I if I give you the spring back uh, as a as a form of pure water, uh, what will you give me in return? Don't even mention own. <laughs> I wasn't going to. I'm more thinking that I'm going to need to bring like some new. Oh. I will create a disease, a new disease from water, one that will, one that will be dysentery. able to... Dysentery, create dysentery. I was going to create malaria. Yeah. Yeah. I will create a new animal, a pestilence, uh for this land. I will bring into being the mosquito. <laughs> okay. Um, that is actually... Um, if you want to make a new creature, uh, you can you can fashion it from the clay in the riverbed. I believe that's one of the stunts if you have aspects. If you have... Um, if you have marked that uh, region, you can, you can use that stunt. I don't think I have marked that region. Um, so if you want to, if you want to take that approach, create a mosquito, uh, make it make it a thing, and send it out there with malaria, uh, you have to mark the region. Um, however, you're talking to Yatrendreth right now, so he says, um, yes, I, I think our relationship has been quite beneficial to both of us as of late. Uh, that mm. combined with the uh, that combined with the drought that you've so graciously bestowed upon the peoples of the somber scrubland. Yes, I I think I think that would be an even trade. Um, just to seal the deal, though, give me a uh, I would call it subtle. All right talk him into it. I got two. Two. Yeah. Uh, what, like I said, what with the drought, and if you're making a whole new disease for him... I'm making a new creature to with which to spread, to spread disease. disease. Yeah. Um, yes, I, I think that would be quite acceptable. Brilliant. Then the deal is sealed. I shake his hand. We do the, the handshake where you grab each other's wrist. Um, <laughs> that's a pact. Yeah. I, I am going to need you to make your mark in my book. He he turns to uh, he turns to a blank page and holds it out to you. I'm not gonna sign a blank piece of paper. Oh, we can we can write out a uh, contract if you like. He, he right. We 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 take the time to write out the formal contract. Yeah. 
think I'm not going to just sign a blank piece of paper. Um, you you write down exactly the terms. Uh, he will he will concede the spring to you, uh, provided that you create a creature capable of spreading a plague uh, and release it upon the world. Um. Yep. Um, so provided you do that, you're square. Yep, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go down to the to the clay. I just wa I just step off the wall of the city and wade out into the up the river to the clay right. banks. Um, before before you do this, uh, you do have to mark the region. Uh, so you can pick a subregion. The three, the three of them are in the in the Eternal River. Uh, there's the Estuary, the Calmer Waters. Um, so sorry, there's the Estuary, the Black Pit. There's uh, your Rapids of Zun, and then there's the ruins of the Eternal City. So you just go to one of those places and bleed off intention somehow. Oh, shit, I got to bleed off intention into it. Yeah, that's how you that's how you mark an area. Yeah, okay. Um and it usually just the, the, this is this is why this is significant. It usually changes that um that subregion's refinement for the worse. Cuz you're basically letting all of your wild divine energy off into the environment. So you got to pick which area is going to shit. You say there's the estuary. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It um, has uh, rich deposits of eternal clay, uh, fine natural harbor. Um, uh, although it's considerably calmer than the earlier legs of the river's run, the estuary is still subject to flooding on occasion. Um, so it is. it is the very, very end of the river where... Pretty much where I just was. Yeah. I guess I'm going to bleed off into that. Okay. Um, so right now, the uh, the refinement is calmer waters. How do we want to change that to reflect? Stagnant waters. So I like it. the estuary here during spring and... Sorry, during... Yeah, the est fuck the season part of it. The estuaries here often... Uh, uh, water will get trapped in small pools around it and will begin to fester. Uh, and this is believed to be the original point from which all mosquitoes arose. I like it. It's a lesson in why stagna stagnation is bad. Fit your theme too. And I'm gonna right. drop that clever to zero. Um, so in that case, uh, you can make me—I would call it a either a bold or a mighty—to fashion a new creature. Why not clever? Actually, that's true. Hang on. Um, I'm building a delicate little uh, organism, or I could use swift because it's a fast creature. Up to you. 
I'm going to use Clever because I'm building this little intricate thing. And I'm yeah. also going to build it uh, as I'm unless building you're, it. Unless you're lending it some of your own swiftness, I would say that it's probably yeah. not. I'm going to use Clever as I'm molding this fine, delicate creature. And then... As I'm doing this, I'm going to notice that this creature is very annoying. It gets, keeps getting in my... Uh, all of my failed attempts keep getting in my way. And uh, as I'm trying to swat them and all this business. So I uh, light a small fire and put lots of green leaves onto it. And the smoke keeps them from getting in my way. So in creating this creature, I also create a way in which to get rid of the... or to keep the creature away. So that mosquitoes are not... I don't want to create fucking immortal, all-powerful god mosquitoes that can't be stopped by anything. So we're putting in a little smoke fail-safe. And I'll make <clears> that clever wrong. And, These mosquitoes uh, will die around citronella candles. Yes, um, I got, I got a five on my roll. They, they are in fact mosquitoes and uh, subject to carrying diseases as you intended. Um, you you build them and um, they they begin to. Uh, propagate and multiply, and before you know it, you have uh, darkened the skies around the estuary with clouds of mosquitoes. Um, unless you unless you disperse them uh, throughout the world, as you promised Yatrindreth that you would, they will just fester here forever. So you can scatter them if you like. I, uh, seeing that they've formed into clouds, I uh, hold my hands up to the sky as I turn to water and let the water evaporate and condense into clouds. I trap the mosquitoes in the clouds and then I go and I break the drought as I let it rain and they are glad to see this rain, not knowing that the raindrops bring... That the raindrops bring with with uh, bring with them uh, the eggs for mosquitoes, yeah. and hopefully they'll spread from there, because it is right next to the swamp, so the water will run into the swamp. Damn, Zunquib Slay is a fickle bastard. Yeah, all my worshippers are in this place that I keep torturing. <laughs> <laughs> They still like you. They wrote yeah. a bad song, right? <laughs> they brought this upon themselves, basically. They slandered my name. Um, all right. Um, so you have you have done as you promised, created hordes of mosquitoes and dispersed their their young across the across the whole world uh, with your reign. Or you know what? You should. Uh, I, I won't have you roll for it. Yeah. Uh, you head you head back to the spring that was once blighted, and um, lo and behold, it now runs clean. Yeah. So change that aspect. Uh, the original refinement was uh, none shall drink from the blighted spring on the blasted hillside. Um, 
So if you let me finish the second half of this plan, I think that this is going to become a water of fertility. Okay. So I start to sing a song. This time, it's quite a happy song. Quite pleasant. It sings. It tells tale of a of a of a young uh, a young woman. And as I sing this, I change into a beautiful young woman, trying to court another woman. And uh, in doing so, she they they tease one another and play pranks on one another, you know. And it escalates, and it's often taken out of context. And then, uh, but they 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 eventually realise that their true feelings for one another are not ones of disdain, but uh, ones of of rapturous joy. I'm playing this song to try and summon uh, Temelun. Okay. Um, go with Subtle. See, and she's going to roll against you because she is... That's I fair. Think... Uh, where are we? Stay I have so many... From <laughs> says, Stay away from Julia. I got a five. <laughs> Right. Let's see. Let's see if this dice roller still hates me. And it does not. She also she also got a five to see through your wiles. So it's enough to get her here. I don't think yeah. I can invoke my tearful songs of sorrow aspect. I might be able to use my silver tongued dream though. That that might work if you wanted to uh, burn the fate point. That'll give yeah, you the boost. I'll burn the fate point. What's the point in causing droughts if you don't use them? Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, you, she she comes uh, wandering out of the maze-like uh, ruts between the hills, and she ascends the broken hillside surrounding the poison spring um, with a look of bewilderment on her face. Uh, as, one she, as, she sees, as she sees a... Uh, a woman uh, uh, with dark skin and luscious lips uh, lying bouncing there curls. next <laughs> bouncing girls lying next to the water uh, lying in the water no, next to the water, wet and drying in the sun singing a tune um, are you concealing your identity from her, or are you making I'm yourself not, an open peace offering? I'm not concealing my identity. I'm just, you know, trying my hand at something new. Okay. Um, just working on your seduction. Yeah. Um, she she comes up to you and and she says, "Oh, you've you've cleansed the spring. My shepherds may once again drink here." Yeah, I. I felt bad for the way you were treat you were being treated after our little kerfuffle in the streets. Hmm. I didn't mean for it to spread to the level that it is with people mocking you for it. That was that wasn't right. I thought maybe I could make it up to you. 
Oh well, the uh, the spring is very very generous of you, Zone. I I I don't know how to thank you. I I suppose perhaps you should drink from the water. She looks you know. she looks hesitant. So say something. I I can only poison water. I cannot. I can't make it. If it was poisoned, it would look poisoned. <laughs> You've seen my subtlety before with poisoning water. I bend down and drink from the water first. Um, and then you offer it to her? And then I offer it to her. For, or right. forbidden fruit-like. Yeah, you can you go ahead and make me a subtle roll and uh, go with plus two. She's not going to resist you. Nice. Just to see if she goes through with the, you know, obvious coupling. That puts me at plus three. Plus three. Okay, yeah, she uh, she drinks from the water. Hmm. Yes, this is, this is the, quite lovely. There's something a nice else. Bouquet that I wanted to give to you. Oh, but son, you've been more than generous already. I mean, the apology... Mm. The spring... Yeah. But there is more that I could do. After all, because of my actions, one of your followers lost a sheep. Perhaps together we could replace their, the shepherd's losses. She uh, she looks at you and you can you can tell that she's she's almost there. She just needs a, a couple of kind words uh, and maybe a little coaxing. I uh, I reach out and touch uh, her big strong staff. Uh, as I say, <laughs> I've. <laughs> I've always been impressed by your self-reliance and resilience. You're a very strong woman. Uh, and I lean in to kiss her. All right. Um, make me <laughs> make me another subtle. Actually, Are you uh, bold, I was going to say, that's bold. probably bold, even though I've yeah. got nothing in. You're, you're leaning in oh, to I'm kiss her. I get one. <laughs> she she giggles um, at your very forward attempt, uh, and she doesn't kiss you back, but she lets herself be kissed. Yeah, that's all. That's all we need. Um, so shall we shall we fade out here or? <laughs> Yeah, we fade to black, and uh, and she gets uh, she gets one of those little cards from the first Witcher. <laughs> First Witcher game with me in a provocative uh, pose. Um, okay. Uh, and and this, I, I'm kind of happy with this turn of events because there's uh, there's no list of uh, there's no short list of things that can happen from the the sexual congress of two gods. So. Yeah, I was yeah. going for a, I was going for a let's make like a. 
some kind of strange godly sheep, like a sort of like Slefanir or I can't remember the name of the bull that Poseidon gave to the king of Crete. Uh, sure. You can. Uh, which which of you is going to birth it? I think flip a coin. You just love having children, don't you? Look, I, Ryan gave me the idea by being like, oh, look, you've got a child. I'm like, let's continue this. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, we'll, we'll bold off and whoever, whoever will roll off bold's on bold. Hardest. And whoever, yeah, whoever, bold's bold's, whoever bolds the hardest gets to choose. <laughs> well, I got four. She uh, she also got four. Um, God damn it! I got no negatives. She got she got one negative. Uh, however, um, she she is going to invoke one of her aspects. Uh, I'm going to spend a fate point because I haven't been. Uh, she invokes her indomitable will. Uh, so. She, I think she tops, she's the top. Yes, she tops and uh, she chooses <laughs> that you are going to birth this divine sheep. Woo! Oh, um, so, how about say, a mighty ram? Considering I've already got a daughter. That that could work. That could work. Well, you need two. Um, you know what? I I. You give give yourself give yourself um, a moderate consequence, Subquinslay. You're pregnant. Yeah. So like a so what's what would be an aspect for that? You can't um, get in enough of fried pickles. You you could just uh, you could just call it pregnant, or you if you want to be more descriptive, uh, pregnant with a divine ram, or. Uh, uh, I'm looking for something that like would inform how I will act because I am pregnant. Okay, well that's really? that's up to you. Um, pr you could you could say that you are um, you have a, a insatiable appetite maybe or. Um, or maybe you're really stubborn because ram, uh, rams are stubborn. Right. You could you could take on an aspect of the ram like that. Hmm. Just thinking. Um. Or maybe you're really horny because rams have horns. Waka waka waka. <laughs> Um, but it, any any of those will work. Yeah, um, I'm just struggling to think of one that is evocative. Hmm. Um. Mild consequence. I'm just going to put in pregnant for now, and if I can think of something else... Yeah, sit, sit on it <clears throat> uh, between sessions and see if anything else comes of it. <laughs> All right. Um, so you guys have uh, smoothed things over with um, with Temulun, uh, cleared the uh, cleared the spring of its poison, 
and created a uh, sw swarms and swarms of brand new creatures, as well as caused a drought. Um, so, spring, the first thaw of spring is about to happen. Um, the the peoples of the somber scrublands are uh, rejoicing um, at the at the rain that that has finally come, and they are they are thanking you, um, burning incense at their altars to you. Um, where do you guys want to be when the thaw happens and Un comes back from her void prison? I feel like we should be waiting for her. Um, we should have a festival. Like there, the in the river. Yeah. The like. return of Un. Um, I guess, first of all, I should ask, Matt, since, um, since Raymond well, got I a left bunch of time, yeah. you left what? Oh, no, go ahead. No, I you left her that message when she escapes. Yeah. Um, well, go ahead, what were you going to since since uh, Zunquib's lay was off uh, making new creatures and um, making deals with other gods and sleeping with them, um, what what were you up to during this time? Um, I think I was just tending Ooh, to my I, library. I have a suggestion. Yes. So we know that the water's going to thaw and we're going to need to talk to our daughter. You could have been spending time reading books on parenting. <laughs> yeah, I was studying parenting. So your but, teenage uh, daughter is a god of destruction. <laughs> Subtitled. Yeah, I guess, you know what, you know what I was destroy doing? destroy the universe as a new father. I, I was researching the void. Okay. Um, so you, I, I will let you, um, create an advantage that you can exploit later on, um, okay. based on, based on how your research goes. Um, so you're, you're researching in the library? Mm-hmm. How, how are you researching? Are you, are you, um, are you going for more of an oral approach? Are you going to talk to scholars uh, who might know something? Are you, going to, you can seek out other gods uh, who might know something about the void. Um, you could just read books. Well, who, who's the oldest god? Is the god of death? Uh, might be the god of death. Might also be his brother or sister. You're not sure. They're both kind of gender ambiguous. Uh, right. There's... There's Yot Rendreth, which is the god of death, and then there's Yot Kreat, who is the goddess, god or goddess of life. All right. Well, let me go to Yot Kreat and and uh, find out more about the void. Okay. Um. Let's see. Where would you Where would you find her? Um. You find her in the somber scrublands. Um. She seems to be. Um, she she's wearing a large, uh, an almost overlong dress that's made of leaves and 
you think you see some some slithering animals in there. Uh, it, the whole thing is just alive, and um, mm -hmm. she is examining this cloud of mosquitoes that has uh, come down with the rains. And she seems she seems to be rather pleased. <laughs> Beautiful, oh, yes. aren't they? They are tricky little creatures. I'll I'll say that. I I don't know who created them, but uh, I'll I've certainly chosen to continue the template uh, with a few modifications of my own. Yeah, they came, you... they came from water. Oh, they're zones. Yeah, yeah. Um, would you like I, one? I was wondering. Oh yes, please. I, I could. I could definitely go for one. Uh, she she holds out her hand, and a mosquito, a single mosquito, giant one, uh, flies <laughs> off of her hand and perches on your shoulder and immediately bites you. I I can't. Um, how how affectionate. <laughs> yes, I I don't really think that they'd make good pets. Uh, Maybe we should make them smaller. I suggest the bites are a little bit painful. Oh yes, uh, and and they are terribly vulnerable at that. Uh, perhaps, perhaps maybe we'll make them a smidge smaller, and and maybe maybe you won't even realize you've been bitten. Some, yeah, some sort maybe. of some sort of analgesic quality to the to the bite as they siphon your blood. Yeah, yeah, no, that would be great. That would be oh, great. But you should you should uh, you should eventually be aware that they bit you. You know, maybe maybe the maybe or the venom sort of, wears off and causes sort of you to reaction, itch. Maybe? Yeah, like an allergic reaction. You know, everything can't be great. You need a balance. I knew I could always count on you for those good suggestions, Jatharis. Anytime, uh, she, anytime. She she claps and she begins uh, making she she grabs one of the mosquitoes out of the air and starts making minuscule adjustments to it that you can't really see on this scale. Mm -hmm. So why have you come to talk to me? Well, I, w I wanted to know if you knew anything about the void. Oh yes, the void. Um, you you were in prison there, weren't you? Yeah, and it, it it has become conscious. Oh dear. Oh dear, that's troubling. Very. The the, uh, um, the void itself is uh, well. It's it's the great unmaking. It is it is the hollowness at the center of all things. It is uh, entropy uh, taken to its ultimate degree. It is the ultimate disintegration of everything. To to think that it has a mind of its own is. Gives me the shivers. Well, thank you for, yeah, thank you for share, uh, sparing no semantics. Um, I was wondering, um, 
Because I am a god, I survived the void. How... How could the utter destruction of the universe as we know it be affected if gods could potentially survive the void? Oh, uh, well, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, per perhaps... Were you, were you actually, hmm, were you I actually... Wasn't, I was imprisoned in the void. Yes. For millennia. And, and yet you're here. You were, you were something in nothing. And, and you say when you escaped, the void knew itself? Yeah, well, Zunquib's Slay uh, freed me from the void, and the action of freeing me created Un. Oh, it, which, it gave itself a name. That's promising. Yeah, she named herself, but she, um, she... She wants to consume everything. She still has the action of needing to make everything nothing. She has that burning desire. Oh, yes. And to, that primitive need to consume. To take everything back to its original component parts, Nothing. I suppose. To, to return everything, to restore everything to herself. Yes. That, yeah. Uh, I, I might know a little bit of that. My brother might know more. Uh, what, what do you want to know? Is there any way to persuade a god... Against their natural instinct? Hmm. Because well, a, a, pact, a pact probably wouldn't work with this situation. To do so would be remarkably difficult. We are all rather willful creatures, seeing as we are creatures of, of pure will. But I, I think maybe if you could persuade her into making a pact of some kind... As long as you uphold your end of the bargain, perhaps she could be reasoned with, assuming you're on good terms with her, and she gives you kind of a faltering smile. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you for your counsel. Uh, as she she says, as we reinforce our own natures, we go strong. We grow stronger. Um, but if we push ourselves too far, we lose ourselves in our own power. I'm sure she is instinctively aware of this, as as we all are. Perhaps it would be best to strike some sort of bargain with her. Or appease her in some way. 
Yeah, we wouldn't want her to lose control of her powers. I just thought of what the festival for her can be. Um, but I'll wait until you guys are done. She she also adds, my and then she hesitates a moment and says, brother and I, we we came to a similar conflict until I learned to love and appreciate him, and now, whenever he takes one of my creatures, I consider it I consider it to be a gift to him. Perhaps there's something you can give her that she will appreciate feel. as a gift. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so if you if you want to know anything more, let's say uh, make me either clever or wise, and through talking to Yat Krayat, you can create a situational boost that you can exploit. Uh, so you, whether it's knowledge about the void or about the nature of gods or something like that. All right. Um, what do you think? It would be a clever or a wise? Um, I would say clever if you're going with um, the the nature of reality and stuff. It's things that you can deduce based on empirical observations. But if you're going with, um, you know, how do you manipulate a god or, um, you know, how can I make this pact, that would be more wise because that's more social, more intuitive all right, well, I'm going to go with wise anyways because it's my higher uh, approach. Okay. So and I rolled a, a 2 plus 3 is 5. Okay. Um, so that, that uh, you definitely got spin. Um, so I will say I'll... I'll um, hmm. I will give you two free invokes on an, uh, a situational aspect when dealing with um, Oon, and we'll call it Divine Dealings. So basically what that is, that's like an aspect that's, you know, you, you did research, so now you know a lot about, you know, making deals between uh -huh. gods, how they see each other. Um, and it's not on your sheet, but you can invoke it twice for free for bonuses when you're negotiating with her. Okay. All right. Uh, so where do you two meet back up after... Uh, Zenquipslay, you have gone and made mosquitoes, and um, Jatharis, you have had this conversation with the goddess of life. Um, you want to meet at the library? I was going to say we meet at the glacier. Oh, let's meet at the glacier. Oh, because she's waking up soon, huh? Yeah. 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 Let's go um, to the glacier. We'll we'll put a little bit of a time frame on that on this. So we'll say that it's it's sunrise on the morning of the first thaw. You know that by by high noon, 
the glacier will melt, releasing her from her prison. Um, so you have, or or do you want to? I'll give you a little more time. It's sundown on the night before. Because mm. we we have to discuss the flower too. I want to know about that. Yeah. The ice flower. Yeah. So. I solved the problem, fixed the, soothed it all out. All right, well, that's great. That's good. No more angry shepherds. Yeah. Or... So, so I, thought of, I thought of a possible, something that might help that daughter of ours. Um, just before we go any further with the scene, Raymond, I forgot to ask, are you visibly pregnant? Sure, why not? I'm visibly pregnant for the whole however long a god pregnant. Uh, actually, we should look how up long the gestation, gestation period of a sheep. <laughs> yeah. What's the gestation period of a sheep? I, I will say that we should keep that around until it's, um, you know, narratively relevant that you're... All right, fine. <laughs> that works. All right, so I'm, I'm um, going to ask... Uh... I'll, I'll let you decide when you want to give birth. Uh, but if if I ask, you, you know what? Um, I I will give you a it, it, when you decide to give birth, it will be a two fate point compel because that will be the ram birthing scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like the gods have broken free of the prisoner at war. Oh God, what? My water just broke. Oh what? My water just broke. I'm crying. That'll be great. The like all of the waters on the planet will break. So like the rivers right. will break their banks. Just the rapids of Thun will boil. <laughs> anyway, so so uh, you, you want to tell me about that baby bump or what? Oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give birth to a a ram. It'll be pretty pretty rad. So you and Temulin uh. We had to solidify the alliance, so to speak. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. All right. So, what what is this uh, this plan? So, when a human child comes of age, they have to find a profession, right? Mm-hmm. We should give our daughter a job, and I thought of a great one. She should be how criminals are punished. Because after all, she was your jail. Perhaps she can be a jail right. again. So, let's say at the beginning of summer, when the waters break uh, and, the, and the river flows with great ferocity, we convince all the humans that they should throw their prisoners into the water. You know, they're... They're undesirables. They're murderers. You know, it's an execution method. They're thrown into the water. If they can, if they survive, then so be it. But I doubt anyone's going to survive. And that way, she gets to destroy right. and contribute to the world in a way that is meaningful. Well, I think that's definitely worth a, a, a pitch. 
We should suggest it to her when she comes out. Also, that flower spawned the other day when I was talking to her. Which made me think that maybe right, she's well, open to create creation because she, she cracked her prison but made a flower bloom. Yeah, maybe maybe she's come to terms with the balance. Yeah, maybe. Um, Matt, if you... Uh, the both of you, if you want, could make me clever or I would accept wise to... Clever! And I'm going wise. What did I get? I got a plus two in total. So roll the negative one. Eesh. I rolled a four. Okay. Um... Junquip Slay, you remember seeing that flower somewhere before uh, Un offered it to you during your glacier side chat when your water singers were singing their lament about the king who shut up his daughter uh, they were, you, you recall now they were brewing a tea from it Oh, maybe it's a hallucinogenic flower. Um, and Jatharis, uh, you know, given that you are a god of knowledge and science, um, you can see that this this flower is almost an extension of the void into physical space. Um, it draws. It can be. It can be consumed. You. You know that. Um, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. Um, it can. A anybody who anybody who consumes it gives a portion of themselves over to the void. Uh, you think that it might have. Uh, maybe hallucinogenic properties, as Raymond suggested, or um, maybe maybe just uh, soporific properties. Uh, it'll it'll like put you poison. to sleep. Enough of it might might act as a poison if you give over your whole life to the void mm -hmm. itself. Um, but this seems this flower seems to be a way for Un to have an effect on the physical world while she's in her prison. She's reaching out through the through the visions and the minds of the people who give themselves to her through this flower. All right. Well, it seems like she answered our need. We just probably have to find a way to imprison her for forever. Maybe we can find some sort of agreement where she agrees to only affect the physical world through these flowers. Yeah, that 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 could work. And maybe she could um maybe she would appreciate that the destruction would be the choice of humans because they could choose to drink this, the tea made from this flower, or they could choose to poison someone with the tea from the flower. They might all decide to drink it all at once, and then everyone will be dead. 
you know, whatever. You never know what humans are going to do. Humans, they're a wild bunch. <laughs> Don't drink that, the Kool-Aid. That free will. <laughs> that free will is wild. Kicking the ass. But this could this could be she could have answered our whole problem just through this flower. Hmm. Um, well, for right now, I will remind you um, the the last message that Zun that either of you got about her was that when uh, the metaphorical princess escapes her father's trap. She's going to put out his eyes and trap him in darkness forever. So that indicates a certain amount of hostility toward at least one of you. Look, I think it's me. I'm the one that trapped her, but I feel confident that she's not going to kill a pregnant woman. <laughs> um, well, hopefully she comes and seeks me out before, before she kills... Um, so you guys can prepare for her coming. You can set up a festival, uh, as as Raymond suggested. Uh, you could try yeah. to. You could try it's, to. She ahead. said she wanted to tear out my eyes, didn't she? Well, that was that was the message that your followers got through their dreams, filtered through their song. So you're you're not. Look, I'm willing to become the blind. God of water and time, if need be. So, I'm just putting that out there. If negotiations go well, bad when she comes out, that's going to be my next bargaining chip. If I'm like, don't kill me, I'm pregnant. She's like, I don't care. I'll be like, don't kill me, I'll give you my eyeballs. Yeah, there are other ways to see, so... He'll exactly. be fine. Very true. I could, I could invent dolphins as a means of learning sonar. Yeah, uh, you could use echolocation. You could uh, so so what daredevil. You're is the uh, the sheet of ice on the glacier is already starting to melt, and the runoff is is uh, joining the waters of the eternal river. Uh, by tomorrow at high noon, it will be open sesame. Well, we should we should set up the festival of the un and just have flowers and. Criminal sacrificing and fun stuff. Yeah, let's do that. That is a weird word to call that a festival, but I guess it works. <laughs> festival of criminal sacrifice. Toss <laughs> society. I guess if I had to give it a name, I'd call it the festival of punishment. The purpose is to punish criminals. And in punish, U and N are capitalized so that everyone knows it's about Un. Yeah, the the festival <laughs> of pun pun punishment. Punishment. Ew, pun. Um, the um, festival of the undoing. The festival of the undoing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, in order to throw a festival, you need some human worshippers to uh, offer her sacrifices. So who are you going to, to, uh, you know, offer up their undesirables and murderers and prisoners to this gaping mob oh. of unmaking? 
Oh, I got a suggestion. So there, so so far, no one has lived in the dunes or on the river. Might I suggest that there is a group of people that uh, desert dwellers that are like the descendants of the people that used to live in that city at the end of the estuary. Okay, and, and that, they, they fled when the uh, old gods were taken down, and yeah, and and for this new s celebration for which them is tradition, they've always done it because of the bendability of time. Uh, they they bring their their undesirables and they tie them to the uh, in the days leading up to the great thaw. They tie them to the uh, to the baffles, baffles, whatever the bits that the water flows through on the big, huge uh, estuary-spanning bridge, uh, as they wait for the crashing water to come and uh, take them away, either kill them or drag them out to sea. And based on the severity of the crime, the lower you get turned, you get tied down. Yeah. I like that. All right, so they, they've already sort of got a similar custom in place. You now want them to come, and uh, since since you'd be sacrificing them to Un, you have to convince them that instead of doing that, that's a great plan, by the way, um, they should instead um, toss these people into the whirlpool that uh, circles down into the void. And... Mm. All right. Well, I've got um, I've got a stunt that could help with that. Okay. Master orator. Once per session, I can manipulate and persuade the minds and memories of mass amounts of people. Okay. Uh, so Good. we'll say we'll say right now, um, these people are holding a ceremony of their own on the great bridge that spans the Eternal River outside the ruins of their former home. Uh, they are. Uh -huh. The, there are uh, it's a it's a very somber festival. Uh, so there are uh, really just the prisoners and their guards uh, and the um, the people that they've brought along uh, to do their duty, tying the tying the weeping uh, and pleading prisoners to the uh, supports of the bridge. I have uh, a great narrative. Oh, I just weave to sell this to these people. I just came up with an amazing name, though, too. Cool. For the, for the people? I, I, yeah, well, the, the festival. The festival, okay. Yeah. The Purge of the Haunted. Yeah, because that works. Un wants, un wants them. It is a purge, and they're unwanted. Nice. What's the so narrative? The the purge of the unwanted. So my suggestion is that you appear as like some old decrepit figure and I appear as like just some guy that knows you. And we say, and you know, I will say, <laughs> I have found this great prophet out in the desert. Uh, he has drank the tea made from this flower. Now we've linked the flower in. And it has given him visions, or her visions, of a uh, a more fitting punishment, and then you can describe the whirlpool and how it will be a better way to destroy them. And then we've linked in uh, two of the aspects that we need them to take up.
for their new tradition. Yeah, there would be the flower and the whirlpool. Yeah. So, like, they keep drinking the tea so that they know, like, where the whirlpool's going to be and what other great punishments they should bring upon this world. We're making a fucking death cult. Yeah. Yeah. This is, um, like, this is like a Cthulhu cult investigation scenario right here. Go investigate these people that drink flowers and throw people into whirlpools. So, so really, you, the the ram baby in your in your womb should be Shabnagurath. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> um, anyway. All right. So yeah, they as I said, um, the the uh, warrior, the 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 guards and and priests uh, are are tying the wailing criminals uh, to the supports of the bridge. Um, the the water level has receded quite a bit since there has been a drought, um, and the uh, the mossy. Uh, lower levels of the supports that are usually underwater uh, are where the worst of the criminals are being tied. Uh, so you two can take it from here. What do you do? Yeah, well, let's let's do the whole appear as an old prophet and uh, bystander. All right. Yeah. Uh, so so I'm wearing uh, long flowing desert robes. Uh, I have a uh, a spear uh, in one hand, um, and as we arrive, you know, we walk up on a ca a, a camel that we just found, uh, and I'm like, uh, "Clansmen, fellow clansmen, I have found a prophet in the desert. He has consumed a sacred flower." And seen visions, and then I point to this prophet. Okay, first of all, the That's two of you, the two of you, make me uh, Matt describe desc describe what you look like first. So I'm um, I'm old, uh, a little wrinkly because I'm from the desert, so I need to be a little leathery. Um, but Why my eyes are clear. Wise and ancient figure. My eyes are completely white because I'm blind, and um, I have those uh, those burn tattoos all over my body. So they're not tattoos, but they're burn scars in different shapes to make brands. me look like yeah, brands. Um, yeah, to make me look more profity and kind of culty. Okay. To appeal to the appeal to the. Uh, so for, for for your disguises, the two of you, since you're trying to make a, since this is pageantry in theater, um, make me make me bold rolls, and you have to beat a plus three. Oh shit! You, you sure it's bold? Well, you are like you know riding out of the desert on a camel and shouting for people's attention. So you want something yeah, that's going to right. grab them. I got a two. I got a two, but I am going to spend a fake point to use my silver-tongued wow. dream aspect. Okay. I'm like something out of a dream. That that works for you. Um, Matt, you're going to need to spend some fake points if you want to uh, 
grab their attention. Well, hold on. Let's see. Uh, so well, can, can I use can I, can I use the the boon because I'm tier one? I use dancing lights to create an illusion of myself. Um, you can, um, but you still you still roll poorly for the um, for even for the illusions. So yeah, you, but no, but if I if I spend a fate point, does that give me up to three, or do I have to do something? Uh, well, basically, what spending just to remind you, since this is only your second fate game ever, um, by invoking your aspects, you're capitalizing on something that's true about your character. Excuse me, in order to do better at a certain action. Um, so, what are your what are your aspects? I'm the light of knowledge. I'm a coward of the dark unknown. I have a staff of light. Knowledge is power and QED. Okay. Um, I could. I would say since you're trying to get people's attention and be a prophet, you know, you're you're masquerading as a prophet. Uh, you might be able to use your staff of light to make an impressive show. All right. Yeah, I'll do that. Or um, there's also the beacon of Jatharis, but I don't know how dark it is where they are. Once per session, when my character is in a dark place, he can emit light from his body. Uh, I would I would allow you to do that, and that would be uh that would give you another plus two on on right. that because like I'm you're you're basically like yeah you're obviously blessed by the gods. Yeah. Um, so if you um if you do that, that will bring you with a plus two from the light and the invocation of your staff, um, that will bring you up to plus six, which will give you spin. I'll do that. Okay. Uh, so what spin means is you succeed and you get like an extra little narrative bonus. Um, so they believe you and what else? Um, and they become followers of Un, I guess. Or they they believe you're a prophet. Um, it, it it has to do something something with the illusion, like they're especially taken with it, or you could like permanently lower their integrity because they instantly believe whatever it is you tell them. Um, you know, I I'll, they, I'll I'll just make yeah, I a. I can't think of anything. I'll make yeah. a. I'll make an executive call. You know that you know with the with his in, with uh, Zunquib Slay's introduction and your staff of light and the fact that you fucking glow, um, you have made an impression of these people, and they are, uh, they they have their gods have long abandoned them. Uh, they're looking for any sign that the divine beings who now rule this land uh, even notice them at all. And here you are, a prophet from the desert. They want to hear what you have to say. So their integrity is down to two. Yeah, I'll tell them... I dreamt of a flower, a flower that consumed darkness. I dreamt to 
absorb the power locked within this flower, you must boil it in water. Drink of the flower and be closer to the goddess. The goddess will um, purify. Yeah, yeah, thank you. The goddess will purify the race of man with the flower. So we should, one of the one of the priests uh, comes up to you and and says, "So we should make tea with this with this flower." You haven't mentioned how to do, how the how she will purify them. So you got to work the whirlpool in there. Yeah, right. you, you want could just you could you could describe the whirlpool as a flower of water. Mm-hmm. I'm not done yet, so don't ask questions yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hit him with my spear and say, "Silence! Silence! Talks!" Oh, okay. The prophet well. likes to speak with dramatic pauses. <laughs> Enlighten us! Enlighten us! For you have obviously been touched by the gods. Where there is another flower made of spinning water. And, once and pain the, and torment. And pain and torment. And once the tea is consumed, you must toss the unwanted into the spinning water flower of pain and torment to appease the goddess and to purge the land of the unwanted. The flower will illuminate your path. All right. Um, so, make me. Mm, I would say that's also bold. Uh, and Matt, you can use your stunt if you like. Uh, once per session, you can. How, how did Master that go? Order. Master order. How, once what, per how, session, I can manipulate and persuade the minds and memories of mass amounts of people. Okay, uh, so yeah, if you're if you're burning your use of that, then uh, th a murmur breaks through the crowd, um, and you know there's there's uh, people who are who are rejoicing because obviously once again the gods have favored these people who have long suffered, um, and the priests come to you and you know they they begin kissing the hem of your of your uh, ratty robe and and they they say please. Uh, um, master, tell us where we can find this flower uh, that we may cast our unwanted into it. You will find the flower on top of the glacier at the mouth of the river of life. Um, Is that the right location or am I? Uh, it's, it's the eternal river. Um, oh, north okay. of the river. North of the rapids of Zune, I, Zune, I believe we said. Hmm. Okay. You'll find a flower on top of a glacier north of the rapids of Zune in the Eternal River. Very well. 
the the priests start uh, yelling for the the prisoners to be to be cut down um, so that they can be marched north to this um, this new sacrificial site that the gods have ordained. Um, so you guys have successfully tricked these people into going through with your plan. Uh, it will, however, take them a few days since they are not gods to march north. Uh, so you will have some time to talk to Oon and, you know, propose this to her and see if it will uh, quell her anger at being so, left in her room. So I've just changed one of my aspects. So I had an aspect as my fifth aspect before called um, ever-changing water form. And I okay. realize... I had that so that I could justify shape-shifting. I realized that I can really justify shape-shifting with my silver tongue dream aspect. So I've created a new aspect called Father of Mums, Mother of Dads. <laughs> because I have, I've created new beings each run, almost, excluding the first run. So in the second run, which set, the run lost to time, I created, you know, all those bloodhound ghosts... Yeah. Uh, last run we had my new daughter. This run I created mosquitoes and sheep. You you have a, a divine ram baby. Yeah, and I, I think it's just going to keep going from there. So yeah, that, and that I reckon, makes sense. And I and I might be able to use that to like get a bonus when I'm doing parental things or whatever. Yeah. For example. Um, all right. Uh, so I guess with with that we will um, fast forward to the great thaw. Uh, are you guys doing anything else in preparation to talk to your daughter? I don't think there's anything more I can do. I grow a dad mustache. <laughs> <sighs> How have you been? Uh, yeah, How have you been, Un? I've been. Festering in my own rage. Hi, well, I grew. Rage. I'm well, I grew a mustache. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. So, is the there a way we... we could make a roll to say, uh, in preparation, to say like cultivate that flower? Um, you you could uh, since. Since you have uh, marked the region, you have access to the stunt, and you can pretty much carve whatever or, or uh, sculpt whatever you like out of the, the clay of the riverbed. And as long as you run it past um, Yacht Krayat, it will become a thing. Yeah, so uh, I, I mean, really, I just wanted it to be that the flower had spread to the area around it. So, like, okay, there's, like, you, so this field can, of flowers. You can you can take the seeds and, and spread them and, and roll to make them grow. I would call that I would call that either bold or mighty, depending on. Um, bold I was going to do, cl- do clever for I am performing agriculture. Okay, uh, I can I can see that. Or I could do swift, or I am quickly throwing the seeds around. But yeah, I I would I said I said bold or mighty because bold would be an impressive display, and that would be a divine thing. Uh, mighty would be you know spreading them to the four winds and and propagating them all over the world. 
Yeah, I don't want to spread them all over the world. I'll go with bold. Okay. I just want them to flourish here. I don't want them to be everywhere. Right. Probably a good thing. I got one. Okay. Um, that that's enough for um. It's it's not there's a, a few huge, of them blooming. Yeah, there's there's um there's a couple of hectares where um the flower grows intermittently between the the grasses and, and normal foliage of the of the river. Um so it's it has spread itself around the uh around the black pit. Brilliant. Um great. So um, the as the as the sun rises higher in the sky, the the heat intensifies, um, and you can hear the the trickling as the as the water melts and flows back into the river as it normally should. Um, and as the uh, as the sun reaches its its zenith in the sky, there is a loud crack as the glacier covering the mouth of the whirlpool shatters and splits in half and is immediately consumed by the darkness. Um, and there is a, a long protracted silence where all you can hear is the water rushing down and around. Uh, the the gaping hole in reality. Um, I I remind me, Matthew. What was the mass the message that you gave to Un last time? Come uh, see me at my um, temple, I believe. When you're breaking up a little, there, man. Yeah. I said, uh, when you get out, come see me at my temple, I guess. Okay. Well, since you're there, you know, she, she will address the both of you. Uh, that same uh, negative image of a person in the spaces between the leaves and the area, you know, between the blowing... Um, you know, uh, blades of grass uh, emerges um, and you can see it, it crosses its arms and it says well fathers I've come back I'm just going to be smiling like I'm happy to see my daughter I am optimistic about this reunion Uh, she she walks over to you, Jatharis, uh, pointedly ignoring you, Zunquipslay, uh, and and she says to you, "You wanted to see me." Yes, I wanted to discuss something that we have prepared for you during your time under the glacier. You speak of it as if it was something that just happened naturally and not the result of choices that certain parties made. She glances over at you, Zunquipslay. I look regretful.
Your father is very sorry for imprisoning you underneath the glacier, but he didn't do Matt, you're you're breaking for up for this little. wonderful universe. All right. Your Sorry father is regretful that he is fine, imprisoned you under the glacier. But he didn't want you to act on impulse and destroy anything out having fully realized your purpose first. Very well. And we've also prepared a gift for you for when the glacier had melted. Would you like to hear about it? Um, make me a... I would say subtle. Persuade, and she will resist. You have nothing to worry about, by the way, because this die roller hates my guts. Or maybe you do. Holy crap. I just rolled four pluses. Uh, I just so rolled four pluses, and I, I just rolled four pluses, and I rolled plus one, so five. She is also at five. Uh, I could remind you, you have you have that uh, divine dealings aspect with two free invokes, so you could burn one of those to knock yourself to plus seven. Yeah, sure. I'll... Okay. Um, so that is going to use one of those, and she she looks uh, curious. She says. You've prepared a gift for me. What What do you mean? Well, we will last many, many years. Um, the flower that you sent up through the gl glacier. Oh yes. You You saw will You be saw made my gift. Yeah. Well, I saw I saw the beautiful properties in the flower, and your father had seen it being made into a tea in the dreams of his followers, and so we decided to inspire the humans to create a ritual in which they brew a tea from the flower, feed it to their undesired undesired in their communities and sacrifice them into the whirlpool that leads to the void and, and in all essence feeding them feeding them to you and these undesirables they they will become one with me they will, they will they become will, one with you. They will contribute to the wholeness. 
Yeah. She she looks she looks confused for a moment and she says, "I I I think I understand. You you only wish me to consume that which has become undesirable in some way. And only then can it contribute to the wholeness and and my suffering will be at its end." when all of the world becomes undesirable. Um, I think Close you, enough? I think, I, think, I think you're misunderstanding what we're saying. We will slowly give you gifts. We will not completely meddle in the lives of men to the point where we make everything undesirable. But as things we become give, undesirable we you, as things become them to you in order to help appease your need for wholeness. Okay. Um, make me either subtle or clever or I don't subtle or clever something to something to seal this deal you have your you have your other invoke on divine dealings and uh, if you want to Zunquipslay, you can help him out you know in this proposition so basically what you're what you're saying to her is uh, you guys will feed her whatever becomes unnecessary until she is sated until until sh the whole world uh, rejoins her, so you're gonna you're basically saying at the end of this everything is going in the void, but we get to control the speed and what goes when and you know that sort of thing. Right. Right. I'm not um, quite sure how I, I would help, except by saying like I don't know. <sighs> I have seen time, and even time will end. Patience is what you need, daughter. That that would help. Uh, Matt, you get a plus two. Uh, sorry, a plus one, because only one person is assisting you. And, um, yeah. and mm -hmm. if you want, uh, go go with clever. And she will. Yeah, I'm clever. To so. So I rolled a three, and then I have plus two clever, and then plus one, so that's a six. Six, and she is at plus two. Uh, so yeah, she's she she nods and she says, "I will I will accept their sacrifice, and provided that uh, provided that new sacrifices are made every thaw, every time the glacier thaws, uh, I promise I will not." make any attempt to consume faster than you would like, fathers. Thank you, Un. It is acceptable. Mm. Um, so, uh, it is a it is a bit of an anticlimax, but you guys did a whole lot of prep for it, so you know I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you. You set it up really nicely. 
she finds that acceptable. So as long as as long as you guys give her gifts, you know, every year when her when her ice prison thaws, um, she won't rise up and eat everything. Um, we were we created like two new religions today. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. the there's the uh, the herd of the eternal flame was it? The or herd the, is yeah herd yeah. Herd. Uh, and then there's this um, desert death cult that throws its prisoners and and uh, unwanted into the great unmaking. <laughs> um. So I guess then let's go into end game. Um, what did you guys uh, did you do? You want to call this uh, the 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 origins of the desert death cult, or do you want to say that's why there are mosquitoes in the world, or <laughs> there are mosquitoes in the world because we punish criminals? <laughs> I think the mosquitoes thing is is not the biggest focus of this myth. <laughs> And that's why we punish criminals um, by throwing them into the void. Yeah. So, you know, what's the what's the is there an allegory here? Is there some kind of criminals shall be punished in nothingness. Yeah. Isolate. Yeah, isolation is the worst punishment imaginable. Yeah. Oh, all right. Or, 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 uh, or oh, 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 oh. Um, justice shall be served as the glacier thaws. Or ju how about this? Uh, justice is as inevitable as uh, uh, the, the, summer thaw thaw. In, the thaw in the summertime. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. All right. You can't. Um, you can no more escape. Justice than you can summer. I I like it. Um, so if you if you guys want, uh, we can we can do the post game stuff on Mike. I'm inclined to give you guys a major milestone since you uh, dealt with Un or you know at least uh, have sated her hunger, made some kind of deal with her. Um, yeah, I might need to write some more for my boons. I've only got a tier, tier 1 stuff for it now. And I think this will be like the second tier that we'll, we've gained. Um, Alright, so in Fate Accelerated, it says a significant milestone usually occurs at the end of a scenario or the conclusion of a big plot event, which just happened. Um... You can take the benefit of a minor milestone, and you gain both of the following. If you have a severe consequence that's been around for at least two sessions, you can clear it, uh, or you can raise the bonus of one approach by one. Or Ooh, end. that one. Raise the bonus of yeah. one approach by one. I am all about that. So you guys can take that benefit. Uh, Raymond, you already did this. You renamed one aspect that isn't your high concept. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to change your stunts out, you can do that, or you can uh, spend refresh and get a new stunt if you so choose. I am going to become bolder. 
I changed my bold from one to two. Yeah, I changed my bold from zero to one. There you go. Um, so where it says milestone tier, what should I have written in that box? Uh, that is whatever intention track is highest, uh, whatever number you're at right now. Oh, okay, so one. There we go. Yeah, so that that tells you uh, what access, what level your boons uh, are at, and also what level your gesh is at. Yeah, I didn't remember till halfway through this um, run today what how you gain intention. That's every time you invoke a aspect. Right. That. Uh, uh, and by spending a fate point on it. So if you guys want, you can. I I don't really remember. Um, I got one raise. I couldn't remember what it was for. I figured it was probably clever, so I up my clever by one. But it still didn't change my intention track too much. It was still one. Yeah, you guys were. It, it wasn't. It wasn't like a, a divine deed type of you know heavy fate point use kind of session. Um, Matt, you invoked your staff of light. I remember. Does is that associated yeah. with? Your, uh, which which intention track is that? Which uh, approach? Subtle. Subtle. All right. So your subtle would increase uh, one box toward subtle. Alright. Um. And then I guess it I guess it doesn't matter unless you've reached uh, the next number on the track because at the beginning of yeah. at the at the end of each session, it resets back to the lowest number. To the to the yeah the, the next, closest the next... number below it. So right. if you were at the box between one and two, you go back to one. If you're at um if you're at the box right next to three, but is still between three and two, it still goes back to two. Back to two. Mm. So I go back to one. To the... Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, so you guys got some uh, you guys got some uh, milestones out of that. Um, I think I'm going to give it to Eric anyway, even though he wasn't here this session because he's you know he deserves that as well. Uh, and next time, I I had a whole plot line uh, laid out for for Eric about. Uh, well, I don't want to spoil on Mike, but if you want to sign off, Raymond. I was going to say, I suspect it might have had something to do with sleep, considering the question you asked us at the end of the last one. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that was Gods and Monsters. I enjoyed it. Uh, it's always good. I really like how um, swift these runs are. Like, even though I'd, I don't mind longer runs, it's just uh, it's a nice change for me to have a, a nice swift kind of game. Um, but farewell from the past. I'm Raymond. <laughs>